I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits. Winchester Mystery House celebrated 100 years of public tours on June 30th with a weekend of fun events, including 13 hours of tours and a centennial brunch. In honor of the centennial celebration, the city of San Jose declared June 30th Winchester Mystery House Day. They also buried a time capsule to be opened by future caretakers at the house's bicentennial. In honor of the centennial celebration, I thought it would be fun to talk about the house's paranormal past and its enduring appeal with modern-day ghost hunters. Yeah, I've always thought of it as a, almost like a giant, like, puzzle box house. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of, like, a couple things. It reminds me of, um, for, well, actually, maybe just one thing. It's like the 13 Ghosts movie. It was like, it was the new one. Where it was like the glass house, but it had all those rooms. And but it kind of moved, didn't it? It moved and, the doors, and like opened. doors opened up and stuff. It's, it just kind of reminded me. But it's like the maze concept. The maze concept, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess before we get started, we should probably tell people what we're drinking. Yeah, so we're drinking um, a cocktail that I've dubbed the Winchester. <clears throat> it is a fourth a cup of cherry liqueur or cherry brandy, <clears throat> a third a cup of vodka, a third a cup of cherry juice. And I did a little bit more than a teaspoon. I'd say about a tablespoon of lemon juice and shake it up in a shaker with some ice. And that will make you two cocktails. And it's pretty good. It's very heavy on the cherries. So if you like cherries, I think you'll like it. Right. It, it's it's good. <laughs> it's kind of sweet, but it's... It's tart. It's, yeah. It's like, it's a, it's not like super tart. Yeah. Um, it also looks like blood. So it's like, yeah, it's very dark. It's It's like, like you're drinking a full thing of blood. It's like plum colored. It's very, very dark reddish purple. Okay. Blood. It's blood. It's we're drinking blood over here, guys. Um, (laughs) anyway, the Winchester mystery house has been dubbed one of the most haunted places in the world due to the lore surrounding the home and its eccentric owner, Sarah Winchester. See, legend says Sarah believed that she was haunted by the spirits of those who were killed by the Winchester rifle, and she had to continue building onto her home to try to confuse or appease the spirits. But let's back up a little bit. Let's explain why she felt this way. In September of 1862, Sarah Lockwood Party of New Haven, Connecticut, married William Wirt Winchester, the only son and heir of Winchester Repeating Arms Company owner, Oliver Winchester. Nearly four years later, Sarah and William welcomed their first daughter, 
there was a, a baby named Annie, but the child only lived a little over a month before passing away of severe malnutrition. Now I've heard it referred to as like failure to thrive. <clears throat> like the baby just wasn't getting enough nutrients. I think that <clears throat> Sarah had had some issues like getting like with breastfeeding and stuff. Clearly there was something going on, but the baby did not survive. 15 years later, Sarah's mother, father-in-law, and her husband all died from tuberculosis, leaving her a huge inheritance of $20 million, the equivalent of $606.5 million today. Whoa. That's a, <laughs> that's a heck of inflation right there. That's a lot of freaking money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Must be nice. <clears throat> I mean, it sucks that she lost those family members, but that's well, a hell of a but, lot of money. But to... also, just kind of thinking about like twenty million dollars still sounds like a lot of money. Yeah, I could do a lot with twenty million. But just thinking, that I could do nowadays, a lot with twenty thousand, like just a spare but, change. Yeah, but just thinking nowadays, that's six hundred and six point <clears throat> five zero million dollars today. Yeah, like holy shit. And she received 50% of the holding in the Winchester Arms Repeating repeating Arms Company. So she actually was 50% owner like in, in that company. Um, and then just a few years later, so it's like repeated death. It's like she first she lost her baby. They never had any other children. Then she lost her mother, father-in-law, her husband. Now she loses her sister, Mary. Right. So I think all of this stress, all of this grief from losing her loved ones triggers, she, she soon finds out that she's diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. <clears throat> and her doctor <clears throat> suggested she move to a warmer climate to try to improve her symptoms. I think that's been back then kind of the ongoing, like the go-to the go-to yeah. thing for if you're sick, like. You know, oh, you know, you have rheumatoid arthritis, go to a warmer climate. You have tuberculosis, go to Louisville, Kentucky and stay at the uh, Waverly Hills and right, you get go, some fresh air. Go to the warmer climate. <laughs> you know, you have a cold. Go, go to, to the, the number climate. one allergy. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. You, no, it is always something like go outside or go right. be in a warmer. Even uh, there was this, didn't we do the vampire one where they talked about tuberculosis and her brother had went to like Colorado or somewhere out right. west to get fresh air right so yeah that is pretty typical of that time period um so in 1886 sarah did move to california she purchased and moved into a two-story eight-room farmhouse on 161 acres of land in san jose california it was apparently surrounded by fruit orchards okay <clears throat> and the property reminded her of a place in spain where she had once visited with her husband william and so she called the property, and I hope I don't butcher this, La Nada Villa. Does that sound right? I, I am assuming <laughs> that you are correct on that one. Okay. And so th it is here, it's this property, this farmhouse, that becomes the legend of the Winchester Mystery House. She begins to build onto the farmhouse, and she does not stop construction until her death in 1922. That's a long time. Yes. The story goes that Sarah had been, she visited a psychic medium who told her that she and her family were cursed. Because the Winchester rifle had been so popular, been so successful, and was dubbed the gun that won the West, its death toll was unlike any other weapon. 
So many people had died, especially indigenous folk had died. And the medium told her that those souls killed by the rifle were angry and they were seeking vengeance. And Sarah believed that if she continued to build onto her home, that that might confuse the spirits and they would leave her alone. However, I've also heard, and this is depicted in the Winchester movie that came out in 2018, that Sarah had a seance room and she would often communicate with the spirits to seek ideas for her building plans. It was like she did like, what is it where you remote writing and you draw out and she would, she would hear what the spirits were telling her and she'd draw out what the building plan. Yes. Well, she never really fully used, um, she never really, she always had ideas. (laughs) So like she had blueprints to provide. Right. Right. But yes, essentially they were building plans. And um, if she continued to do what the spirits said and build the way they wanted her to build, then she would remain alive. So, okay. So it sounds like we're conflicted on two things. She's building the home to confuse the spirits so they leave her alone or to appease the spirits so she would remain alive. Right. 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 Okay. Well, and then there's some who believe it had nothing to do with the spirits at all. Okay. They believe Sarah just simply loved architecture and interior design, and she wanted to create a truly unique home. But when the plans that she envisioned didn't work out because she's not, she was very well educated, but it's not like she went to school to be an architect, right? Right. (laughs) And so when things didn't work out, which is the way she had expected and she'd, you know, seen in her mind's eye, she would have the workers tear down and rebuild. And then there was apparently an earthquake that hit, caused some of the rooms in the tower to collapse. That apparently there was a tower that she there was a bell. I don't know, but um, she had to seal up certain floors or rooms because of she. I guess at at some point she would just be like, move on, just move on and go build in this other location. She was either too tired, not feeling good from her rheumatoid arthritis or whatever the situation. So she would just tell him to seal it up. And she would move on to another area. And so that's where you get the like staircase to nowhere or doors that open up to the outside or to a brick wall or, I mean, it, she just, she, I guess, decided to move on when things didn't work out quite the way she planned. She just moved on to another area. It sounds like a bad version of like a Minecraft house. (laughs) Like okay. something like something like a video gamer would be like, I'm gonna build a house, and then there's like like stair stairs to nowhere. Well, like... it reminded me of when I, we were helping. Well, I was helping our kiddo with uh, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, and they can build a house. Oh, and yeah. it's it was like, like shipping, containers. shipping containers, and you like stack them up, and and he had like stairs to nowhere, and I was like, he um, had okay, let's move this so yeah, that you can actually get kitchen, to the second The kitchen floor. was outside. It was in the stable. It was in the stable. It's which, like, that's not sanitary. Yeah, that's definitely a, like a and the hay, Yeah, and the, like, the hay would be a safety hazard right. with these open flame like fires. The bedroom was like up, <laughs> upstairs, but it had like an entirely open like open do- like wall to outside. Very yeah. unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it reminded me of that. <clears throat> Either way, doesn't matter. Sarah did pay her construction workers a hefty salary to live on the property and to continue to build onto the house 24-7. The home, which is now considered a mansion because it is 24,000 square feet. Holy crap. Yeah. It has 160 rooms, 40 of which are bedrooms, 13 bathrooms, 
10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, but only 17 chimneys. <laughs> I'm, I'm still kind of on that 2,000 doors thing. That's a lot a of lot doors. A lot of doors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you only have 160 rooms. Right. So we're, then, why well, we... I guess, well, 160 rooms was 13 bathrooms. Right. But also just like the, you said, like there's also stairways to like doors to nowhere. Too, yes. So. Yes. 16 kitchens. And I also heard there was two basements. Okay. So the design has been described as Victorian with elements of Gothic and Romanesque style throughout. I've also heard it referred to as Queen Anne Revival style. And according to lore, Sarah was obsessed with the number 13, the unlucky number 13, allegedly. And it is depicted throughout her home in various ways. So she used to love stained glass. She would collect stained glass windows. And there was one that had 13 jeweled stones embedded in it. There is also 13 ceiling panels in the entrance hallway and 13 windows in the 13th bathroom. Did it say why she was obsessed with the number 13? Um, well, yes and no. Okay. One of the things that I found, so I checked, obviously, multiple sources. I went to the Winchester House, Mystery House's website. Uh, I watched some videos. It's an occult thing, I think, A, is what I've heard. Okay. B, so... You know, the unlucky number 13 actually stems from a religious background. You know how Jesus had 12 disciples? Right. They say Judas was the 13th. Okay. So because he's the one who betrayed Jesus and 13. And so there's like this whole uh, storyline behind that's why lucky number 13. Okay. Is, is what it is. So does it have anything to do with any type of like spiritual some stuff? Like I'm sure it does. But that I didn't see anything specifically. I mean, spiritualism plays in here, right? I oh, mean, it does. she was definitely into spiritualism if she was doing seances. Right. That's why I'm wondering if, like, the, if the number thirteen was something related to that, like the the medium or somebody said, "Oh, yeah, if you do like you know this with the number 13 mm, it will it will almost be like a, a way to protect your house from the ghosts or from." Well, unlucky number thirteen. I I don't know. I mean. There may be information out there that I just didn't see. Okay. But um, the main thing here is that Sarah, you would think that she would share the sprawling mansion that she's built with the few family members that she has left. Okay. But no. (laughs) Okay. She did apparently encourage her sister to move to California. And she got her sister a home. Of, her, of their own. The only person who was known to have lived with her was her niece, Daisy Merriman. And in 1890, Daisy was just 21 years old when she moved in and helped Sarah with her business correspondence and banking. So she, essentially she was helping Sarah with the business side of things. She was become, she was like Sarah's administrative assistant. Okay. Okay. And then in 1903, so like what, 13 years later, she moved out. When she got married to Frederick Marriott III, and Sarah actually paid for Daisy's wedding, so she was very fond of this woman, obviously, and offered her one of the homes that she had actually purchased. So Sarah had actually purchased multiple homes. It wasn't just this farmhouse that she built upon. She actually invested in multiple homes, 
another bit of um, interesting information that I read was that Sarah owned an ark. An ark? Yeah, so they refer to it as Sarah's Ark. It's actually a houseboat on San Francisco Bay. However, it was destroyed by a fire in 1929. So this was like seven years after Sarah. She put some animals in that thing? Passes away. No. Oh, okay. Sarah died of heart failure at her home on September 5th, 1922. She was, they think, 83 years old. Okay. Because they believe she was born in the summer of... 1860, if I'm doing my math right. 1840, 1840. Okay. Okay. So what was the ark used for? It was just a houseboat. They were saying that wealthy people back then, they had houseboats. You had a boat. Oh, okay. Well, it says ark. But so she, I thought that she was it was referred to as Sarah's ark. Well, I, okay. One, one source I found said that she was concerned that God might destroy the world again with a flood. Okay. And that she would want to have her, her ark to help her survive in the same way that Noah survived the flood. Okay. In the original biblical story. Okay. One source said that. I don't know if that's true, but it okay. might make sense why she would call it Sarah's ark. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> After her death, the home was auctioned to the highest bidder, who then turned it into a tourist attraction, offering tours of the strange maze-like home Beginning in February of 1923. So you're only talking a few months, essentially, after she passed away. So this all happened pretty quickly. <clears throat> so, the, like, people knew of, of her in this house. And were like, oh, yeah, like, this is the crazy lady Sarah well, in this house. <clears throat> and, like, we're going to profit on it when she died. Yes and no. Let me, let me say two things that I've heard. First of all, yes, Sarah was kind of eccentric, yes. She was known to wear all black because she was in mourning. Even years after her husband passed away and her her family members had passed away, she was still wearing black gowns and her black veil, which you've probably seen like in the Winchester movie or in depictions uh, of her. She was definitely, I think she went through a depression that she never fully maybe got out of. And so she's just always wearing black, which, you know, good for her. Like wear black girl, like, Black is black. It's awesome. Like we, us gothic girls like black. <laughs> but um, she also allegedly was very generous with her wealth. So not only was she paying her construction workers a lot of money, she was also been like paying, to, like giving money to charities. Her, yeah. her uh, niece, uh, Daisy, actually would go to like charity events with her. So they were using their money in a way like they weren't just, I mean, yes, she did some frivolous shit with her money, but she also would give money to worthy causes. So actually her neighbors really liked her. Okay. And when they decided to auction off her home and make it a tourist attraction, they were actually very upset. Because they didn't mm-hmm. feel like it well, I mean, represented it happens, her. It happens very quickly. Yes. So, I mean, I would be very upset, too, if, if like, you know, your really good neighbor that you have a relationship with passes on and then immediately someone buys it and it's like, oh, I'm going to turn their crazy house into a tourist. Yeah, it becomes this big public. Right. Yeah. And you don't get a time for, yeah, like, you don't get time to grieve. Right. Right. <clears throat> so, um, to this day, tours are still given daily. You can purchase purchase tickets online at winchestermysteryhouse.com and circling back onto the paranormal side of things 
The home offers a Walk with Spirits tour. On their website, it says, During the Walk with Spirits tour, guests will attend the wake for a departed soul in the parlor of the home. Ascend to the third floor to experience a Victorian-era seance and end in the dark and foreboding basement. This unique tour takes you beyond the ordinary, exploring areas of the, the house that you don't see during the daily mansion tour. Tours are offered daily. Uh, I, I want to go on that one. Right? <laughs> if we ever get to go to San Jose, I want to go do yeah, that. Yeah, I want to go sure. on, on that tour specifically. Yeah, I don't want to do the bullshit day tour. No. <laughs> I just want to go on the, the Walk with the Spirits one. Um, So, I should mention the, the paranormal stuff, right? Right. Like, what's the actual activity going on in the home? And I just had to take a sip of my drink real quick. Okay. <clears throat> so, many people have claimed to have experiences in the house. There's been di- disembodied voices and footsteps, um, pictures of mists, and even full-bodied apparitions. There's just a lot of activity, apparently, throughout the house. People have claimed to see Sarah Winchester wearing her all-black, like her veil, still mourning her loved ones, even beyond the grave. So the question is, is her soul still stuck there in the home? Did she open some type of portal by conducting those nightly seances within the mansion's walls? I think she's still overseeing the house to see if why aren't you all still can, like doing construction on it mm-hmm. why aren't you all still doing what i wanted which was like to keep building this house to my specifications right well and they've also um i saw several things where they talked about there's been a little boy that's been spotted in the home and i don't know a little boy yeah i don't know what the backstory of that would be and um because it's not like there was a little boy, unless one of the construction workers had a son. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I did want to also mention that there, back in 2016, there was a news article um, about a new room discovered at the Win- Winchester Mystery House. Oh. It's now open to the public. So it's funny because, like, they keep finding new rooms, like new places. As they explore the house, which is really cool to me. Like, yeah, that is cool. They don't, they have it essentially mapped out. Like they have now, like when you go to tour it, you, there's like a blueprints where you can kind of walk around and you can see where you're going. Like I'm going to the kitchen, I'm going to Sarah's room, but there's a new room that was discovered. And, um, I think it was, let's see. Um, the Homes Preservation Team, this is from a CBS News article in 2016, October 2016. The Homes Preservation Team recently opened the new room, which is an attic space that has been boarded up since Sarah Winchester died in 1922. Um, Winchester boarded up the room after the 1906 earthquake because she was trapped in the room and she thought evil spirits were responsible for the quake. Mm. The preservation team found numerous items in the room, including a pump organ, Victorian couch, dress form, sewing machine, and paintings. So that actually means, did I say 160? Yeah, so I had, there's actually 161 rooms, so I misspoke. Oh. There's because of this newly found room. But I was going off information from a the Winchester Mystery House website. So they need to update the website to say 161 rooms oh, if they well, discovered this new one. <laughs> they just gotta keep, it's one of those things where you, you have like the sign that says like, you know, 
so many days since an incident. They yeah. maybe like just have a dry erase thing on their <laughs> on their website. It's like 160 rooms? rooms, and they just have like one guy go up and like erase it and put like 161 <laughs> rooms as they discover more rooms because you never know that's going to change. It sounds like very quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> so the location is obviously a favorite for several well-known paranormal investigators, including Zach Bagans of Ugh. Ghost Adventures, your favorite bud, mm. um, the TAPS team from Ghost Hunters. Much better. And? Oh, yeah. And also, I, I, I guess, <laughs> and Ryan and Shane from Ghost Files, previous previously solved, have been to that location like three or four times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, I think that was actually Ryan and Shane's first <laughs> When they were with BuzzFeed Unsolved, that was like their first haunted location they investigated because they had yeah. gone to go talk to a priest or something. I remember that episode. I'm... It was a while. It was like years and years ago. Right. But that was a good one. <clears throat> so, Drew, what do you think of Sarah Winchester and her mystery house? I'm conflicted. Do you think she was haunted by those killed by the Winchester rifle or do you think she was just having fun spending her money in a kooky way, like building a kooky mansion? I, uh, okay, you know how Mulder is always like, I want to believe? <laughs> yeah. This is where I land on this one. Um, I want to believe that the ghosts of the gun that she is responsible, like, her family is responsible for, like, bringing into this world are, like, seeking vengeance on her. Because that sounds kind of fucking cool. Mm -hmm. But do I think this lady was just extremely paranoid? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I think she's paranoid? Probably just due to mental illness and and you know generational mental illness and and possibly um, sounds like some biomedical stuff with like, the rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that maybe she's just extremely paranoid. She has a lot of money. She's you know saying hey like I hear things or like I you know these ghosts are after me. Um, everything is kind of out of my control because I have this disease. I want to build on this house and like, you know, escape everything that I'm trying to escape in, in, in life. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I think we, I land currently. Yeah. Well, I think I definitely think she was eccentric and she was paranoid, probably, like you said. I mean, she lost so many people. Right. I mean, uh, I had to, I, I would, I, if I were in her position, I would feel cursed. Um, and then, and and maybe there was some guilt there with inheriting the Winchester repeating uh, arms rifle. company, you know, with the rifle. Yes. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I, why can't it be all of the above? Like, why why can't it be? Yes, she felt cursed and she was haunted, and she also wanted to build a spooky kooky house and. I would love um, she it. did seances. She had called it the Winchester Spooky Cookie House. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, I also wanted to note that our loyal listener Vicky has been to the Winchester Mystery House, and she sent along some images that she said we could share with all of you on our Instagram page. So check those out at spirited underscore spirits underscore podcast. And listeners, let us know what you think about the Winchester Mystery House. Email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you have any other suggestions of topics that we should cover on the podcast, feel free to reach out to us. You know, yes. sometimes like Stephanie does more of the supernatural stuff. Spooky. And I tend to lead on the kind of man is the, the most, real monster. The real monster. Which I feel like that still tracks to me. 
There's yeah. supernatural stuff, but man is the real Are you going to do another one of those soon? Oh, yeah, next week. Awesome. So, okay. But the thing is, though, is if you have evidence or if you have photos Ooh, or if you yes. have you know, anything you want to share with us. We're still trying to collect listener stories. Yeah, too. we can, we will put those up on our Instagram. We will mess, we'll put them on the podcast, everything like that. Yes. So yeah, just don't be shy. Like send us your suggestions or send us, you know, photos that you've taken, or maybe you've been to audio evidence. Audio evidence yeah. yeah. Or videos. Or know, videos. We'll, yes. we'll, we will tag you and yes. all that stuff. Yes. We'll give you all the credit. Yeah. So, so thanks for joining us. <laughs> We hope you'll continue to listen every week as we talk about spirits and sip on spirits. Bye. Bye.